Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse, or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom, and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope, a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, welcome back to Her Restored Spirit Podcast. My name is Tammy, and I'm your host. Today, um, we're going to talk a little bit about why not me. Last week, we talked about not giving up on yourself too early. Like, don't, when things get hard, you don't want, you don't want to give up on yourself too early. You like push it out. Like, it, I, growth hurts. Doing something new is uncomfortable. Like, stretch, like, just like the silly putty stuff, you know, like, you don't know how far you can go until you start stretching yourself, right? Like, we need to make sure that we, push past that comfort zone into the discomfort. And the reason for that is growth. You've never experienced this moment before. You've never, your brain doesn't know what it's doing. Your body doesn't know what it's doing. Your mind doesn't know what it's doing. Your soul doesn't know what it's doing. So push past. If it's something that you want, if it's something that you need, it's worth getting uncomfortable for. So now today I'm going to switch it a little bit to don't count yourself out even before you begin. And why not me? So many times I talk with clients, I talk with people who uh, want to talk about coaching and ask me what I do. And, um, and they say, Oh, I would love, I would love to be able to do, have more time for hobbies. I would love to be able to spend more time to on myself and see, like discover my strengths. I would love to know what I'm good at. And it's like, why, why aren't you figuring that out then? Why do you not want to spend the time, that effort? Oh, I don't have time. I don't have the resources. I don't have them. The, I, I don't know what I would do with it anyway. And the key here is we all have those friends who seem to have a great balance, like, right? We have those friends who, um, well, they have the this life that they, they seem to, you know, their kids and their family life is going well. They seem to have hobbies. They have something that, that fulfills them outside of being a mom and a wife. And um, they have something that fulfills them personally. And it all works together. It doesn't take away from who they are. And yet, when we start looking at what's possible for us, we look at the limitations. We look at, well, I don't have the time. I don't have the resources. Um, And I want to challenge you to look at the and in your life. Um, Several episodes ago, I talked with my friend Mindy uh, about the word and, and we dove in. And so many of you have talked about how just how many times you say the word 
but but this, but that, or I should do this, I should do that. And I just want you to get curious today about how to have the life of your dreams, how to create a life that you're excited about. That's part of the things that I, that I do. And that's what, and I, I included that in my coaching because it's not just about having, like doing more. It's about having a life that you're really excited about. I love my life. I love it. It is hard. It is um, raising two teens is challenging. I uh, um, there's things that are I'm learning new things every day. My house is well, it's clean, but it's cluttered. Um, the dishes are done once a once a day, hopefully, um, definitely every other day for sure. And you would think, oh, there's so many of you. Why? You know, you've got kids who are at home homeschooled. Why they should be done all the time? Well, they're not. Um, I thought so too, but we're not going to talk about that. But we have this picture of a life that we really want. Have you sat down and really just wrote out what that picture is? Really envisioned and seen, okay, like if you want to, if you want to explore hobbies, how is it possible to add it into your everyday life? And I know what you're thinking, you're like, Tim, I'm already at my limit. I'm already so busy that I can't do X, Y, Z. I can't, I can't, I don't have time or resources to spend on myself. Oh, I would love to do, I would love to sit and read a book, but who has time for that? And I was talking with a friend and I was going through, we, we were talking about things that we would love to do. And she mentioned my love for travel. And I travel often. Um, I, I grew up traveling. It's in my blood. It's in my DNA. Um, I have wanderlust for sure. Um, I'm always planning a trip somewhere. Um, not always just for vacation. There's travel for experiences. There's travel for vacation. There's travel for work. There's travel for service. There's, you know, mission trips. There's travel for to visit family. So it's not just to sit by the beach. Although earlier in February, that's what I did. I went and I went to Hawaii and we sat on the beach for a week and it was glorious. And I have friends who are like, oh, I would love to travel. And I'm like, well, why don't you? What is it that stops you? And they, a bunch of excuses, a bunch of things. But the key is, is if something matters to you, if something, if there's something that you really want to do, it's not going to just happen. The people who do the things that you would dream of doing, whether it's writing a book or, um, you know, starting a Bible study or reading for fun or going on a, a you know, a jogging club or a um, meeting with ladies for breakfast, like just, you know, these things that take time, that take initiative, that take, you have to get out of your comfort zone. These things that make life worth living taking time for yourself, it doesn't happen if you don't make a plan. But by just sitting and watching other people do it, it doesn't make it like you just, you're limiting yourself. And let me let you in on a little secret. If they're doing it, so can you. Now you may have to make sacrifices here and there. You may have to change, um, change things here and there. You may have to find ways to save money, find ways to save time. 
five ways to use your skills differently. But I guarantee that if you want to add a hobby, if there's something that you want to do that really would really add value to your life, you can do it. You just need to have a plan. You need to get a clear vision and then you need to make it a priority and go for it. And if, if it's worth it, because I guarantee, I, and I want you to sit with me for this one for a moment. So your child, whatever sport they're playing. So my, my son plays tennis, right? Love, love. He loves tennis. I love him loving tennis. I love watching him play. I love watching him grow. I love watching him um, see, see it come to life um, as he concentrates and, and gets a hit that he wanted to, you know, a serve that he's working on or learns a new grip or something. I, I love it. And if there's something that he needed, like say, mom, I am trying to get this serve down and I, I just can't do it. Is there someone that can help? Like, uh, what can I do? I would do everything possible to get him that if that's what he needed, I would do it. I have friends for soccer who are, are baseball, you know, hitting lessons, batting, you know, batting lessons, um, fielding, pitching, all of these things. We get our kids the things to make their lives better. And money is definitely an object. Let's, I'm not going to say that, you know, throw all caution to the wind. We, we make sacrifices for it. But the thing is, is that we're so willing to make sacrifices for our kids. We're so willing to get them whatever they need, whatever would improve slightly, whatever would make it more enjoyable for them. And yet when it comes to us, when it comes to you, there's not enough time, not enough resources, not enough um, talent, not enough, not enough, not enough. You don't make yourself a priority. So many times we look at what other people are doing and we were like, oh, I would love, I used to love paper crafting. I loved like card making. I like that more than scrapbooking. Like I love making cards and then giving them to people. Like it really made me happy because it's something that it took time. I um, put my heart into it and I would, you know, make them and then to, to write in it specifically for somebody and give it to them. I loved doing that. I have not done that in years, years. And it's because I have not made it a priority. It's something that I love to do, but I haven't because I've been telling myself I don't have the time. I don't have, like, I have the resources. I still have a lot of my, um, the stuff that I use because, well, it's a fortune. So why would I, I mean, you get nothing for it when you give it away or you take it to Goodwill or sell it on eBay. Um, so I kept it because I do love it and I intend to go back. The thing is, is that I don't make it a priority. So I don't do it. Um, I have a friend who just got into paper crafting and I was like, oh, I would love to do that again. And then I thought about this. I was like, how, like I, if I wanted to do it, if I love it that much that I just get to, I get to make it a priority. I get to say no to something for my kids. If they, if they want to go to a, a friend's house or if they want to do something, I'm like, you know, no, I'm going to take an hour, an hour a week, an hour a week. And just, it's mine. I'm going to sit, I'm going to close my door so they can't 
disturb me. Put a little sign on there. It says mom's in here. Do not enter until this time, but just enjoy the time. But the, but the key is, is that when I, when I look and when I talk to women who have such, you're not asking for too much, if that makes sense. Like we're not talking about, I want to go and travel the world, which of course a lot of us do, but where we know that it starts by just giving in to something that we want to do, giving in and doing it and make it a priority. So why not you? Why not do something that you love? What happens when you do, when you take the time, when you take an hour a week, okay, you can spare an hour a week. What happens when you do that? Well, let me tell you, because a lot happens. So from your perspective, spending time, like that's self-care, taking care of something that you love just because you love it. It doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be time consuming. It doesn't, you, you don't have to leave the house. You don't have to do it with other people. Like it, it doesn't have to be overwhelming. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing. But by taking that time, you show yourself that you're a priority. You start to envision what becomes possible. We start to experience life instead of just managing other people's lives. And let me tell you, what I mean about that, um, because how many times are we on the go and when we're at one place, we're thinking about another, we're planning the next, okay, like Mondays, Mondays, I get done with coaching. I get the kids in the car and we, and we have something to eat in the car because we either eat at like 3 PM or we eat at 9 PM. There's no in between during uh, the end of basketball, beginning of, um, softball, that kind of switches over and tennis season starts. So it's three or nine. There's no in between. So we get in the car, right? Right as I finish coaching and I'm off to tennis, drop off tennis, off to basketball, drop off basketball. Um, I have about a 45 minute window and then I head back to tennis to pick up tennis. Then I pick up basketball and then I, you know, then we head home. And in that time frame. What do I do is I think about all the things that I need to get done. What do I need to, oh, I need to get them fed. I need to be ready for tomorrow. I need to, I uh, should go grocery shopping. Oh, I need to do this. I, I manage life. When I started bringing a book with me and instead of managing life, I'm like, you know, I'm going to read a book during that 45 minutes, or I'm going to call a friend, phone a friend, but I started experiencing life or I, I enjoyed the silence, brought a Bible study with me, brought a audiobook, brought a podcast, brought a, a journal, draw, brought some plain paper and some pencils and just drew. And I'm not a very good drawer. Like my daughter is an amazing artist. Not so much for me. But the thing is, is that by taking that time, by taking that hour a week, and if it's 15 minutes, take 15 minutes. Like if you have 15 minutes a day that you can just take and spend time on you. But what it does is it allows your brain to know that you're a priority. It starts to add the and. It starts to allow for you to see pockets of, oh, this was so much fun. I want more of it. And you start to see how you can add more fun and vibrancy into your life. You can look at something that you really want, whether it's travel or 
um, a new hobby or, um, you know, whatever it may be. And you get to do, you get to experience it. Because when we limit ourselves to the ors or the buts or the shoulds, or all we do is we just look at other people's lives and wish, we're really telling ourselves that we're not worthy of a beautiful life. That that's for somebody else and not for me. That's for somebody else. And would you say that to your kids? I started that, but I didn't completely land the plane there. But would you tell them like, mm, you know what? I re I recognize that you want, you know, you need help with your serve, but, and I know a coach who, or I know somebody, I know a coach who could teach you that serve. I know who's somebody, you know, there's a, a program down the street. There's a tennis club. We can join the tennis club because we want them to get better. We want them to grow. We want them to do that. We don't give them the scraps and say, well, here's a five minute video on the basics of tennis. Um, watch it over and over and listen to the podcast about it and go like, and good luck to you. You know, we do whatever it takes for them to experience it. And you are worth the same thing. And let me tell you another reason why we need to take that time. Our kids are watching. Our kids are watching. By the time that they are teenagers, our kids have stopped listening to us and they're watching us. And when we take time for ourselves, we're showing them that we respect ourselves, that they need to respect our time, that we, um, the, the gloriousness of becoming an adult, because there's a lot of things that like adulting every day, it's really hard. But if that's all they see is you go from place to place and the fact that you don't do anything that's fun, especially if, if you don't talk about the excitement in your life. Why would they want to grow up? Why would they want to get become adults? Why would they want more responsibility if it looks like you're just managing someone else's life? But moreover, when you create an and in your life and you create something that you really love doing, and again, like I, I use travel as a big example, but it doesn't like, if that's what you want to do, you can start with a, a day trip. You can start with a, a, an hour trip. You can start on a weekend, just, you know, one evening, go stay the night and come back the next day. That way you have like a half a day thing. You know, you, there's, there's ways to, to do it, but you've got to find the and, and instead of saying, oh, that's for them. I wish I could do that. Start looking at okay, what part of this, what part of this do I, I am I envious of? Which part of this do I do I love? What when I'm seeing someone really experience life, how can I how can I bring that into my life? How can I do that? How can I bring an and into my life and really enjoy it? How can I create a life that I love? Because it's not going to happen by default. It's not going to happen. Simply because like, it's, it's not going to be one day you wake up and you love your life. We all make choices. And when we take the time to make choices for things that we really love or things that we're excited about or things that we want to try, we may not even end up liking it, but hey, we can try it. It just shows ourselves and those people around us that we value 
that we're worth it and that it matters if we enjoy life and we just are not dragged along and we're not numbing out and we're not stuck feeling like we're spinning our wheels. So this is why, this is why so much of the group program that I do is so important because we start to look at these things. We start to look at what do you want your life to look at like? And then how do we start making steps? How do we discover what we want? Because so many times we get to a point where we're like, we don't even know who we are anymore. We describe ourselves by the hats that we wear instead of what we like or what we do um, or who we are. We describe it by what we do for others. We describe it by, well, the busyness of life. So friend, I want you today to think about why not me? How can I add an and and how, what's the first step that I can do to create a life that I love? And let me just tell you, one of the first, first, first steps is to decide that you're going to love your life, that you're going to live a life that you love. And you can do that without changing anything in your life. Simply by being present in the moment and being grateful and understanding why you're doing it. I love driving my kids to sports as much as it adds miles to my car. I pay lots of gas and I have a lot of time sitting around. I do it because I like to see them grow. I like to see them become the person that they are capable of being. I, I love to see them interact with other people. And I'd love to see them push themselves. And that to me is a reason why I love it. So why do you love it? Why do you, what are some things in your life that you absolutely love? With that, I have a couple things coming up. So stay tuned, get on the email list and you'll get links for this. I have a summit coming up on the 22nd of this month of March. Um, and I have three amazing speakers and then I'm gonna talk about creating an identity. Um, we're gonna talk about the freedom it's called the Who Am I Now Summit Series. And I have someone who talks, who's going to talk about financial freedom and why it's important to have financial freedom and to really um, invest in yourself. I'm going to have someone talk about health freedom and like choosing that healthy habits and what food freedom looks like. Um, I'm going to have someone talk about being strong, that you're free to be strong and what it looks like when you're over 40, because let's face it, ladies, it's not the same as when we were in our twenties and early thirties. And then, like I said, I'm going to talk about creating an identity, creating a life around all those freedoms that you absolutely adore. You do not want to miss it. The 22nd, mark your calendar. Um, all the details are on, um, going to be on my website in the next couple of days. Um, the next thing is so many times I hear, I would love to do this, but I don't have the money. I would love to do this, but the resources just aren't there. And one of the things that I have been working with my clients is a, is a money mindset, understanding what our money stories are. Because if we have a limited belief about money, it's like, like we talk about money, our stories are from when we were really little. Stories that were put there, um, beliefs about success, beliefs about failure. Um, what does it mean to be successful? 
what is money to you? What meaning did you put behind it? Because if we don't get those stories out, if we don't understand our relationship with money, then it's always going to control us. And so that is going to be, I believe, on the 30th at 10 a.m. Central Time. And that information will be coming soon as well. Um, those are two things you don't want to miss. Um, they, yeah, I cannot wait. I am excited about both of those. And get onto my Facebook group so we can chat. I'll put all the information about it there too. Um, and I maybe I'll even put a bonus for those who, um, or uh, maybe a discount for one of the, the events. About that, I had to cough. But let's talk because if we start to get excited about our life and we understand our, our money stories, we start to understand the stories that were put there, we can create a, a life that we really are excited about. And I am really excited to share that with you. So with that, friend, choose joy until joy chooses you. Bye.